Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. It's the Dave and Darren Top 5 Things podcast, a look at uh, some of the best things that we did during the morning show this morning on uh, the radio station that we happen to be on. It's Planet 93.9, the very best. We'll count them down from 1 to 5. Then We don't count them down. We do count them down. No, we go from 1 to 5. That's not a countdown. Oh, okay. It's the other way around. It's just we have five things, but in no way, shape, or form is this a countdown. In no particular order, these are the top five things no. from today's show. They're in sequential order. Oh. We've been doing this for years. I've never paid attention, I guess. Do you think this is a countdown? And it's- now, on with the countdown. The Top 5 Things podcast is brought to you by Nature's Treatment of Illinois, You'll find them in Milan on Tech Drive and in Galesburg on West Main Street. They're open every day in Milan. Galesburg's open on weekdays and Saturdays. Milan store has both medics, uh, medicinal and recreational. Galesburg is recreational only. Their goal there at Nature's Treatment of Illinois is to fully understand their clients' needs, physically, mentally, and emotionally, because they know it's not easy to live with a chronic illness. Their experienced wellness consultants will sit down with you and discuss your options and figure out what works best to make sure that you feel the most comfortable. If you have any questions, it's normal to have questions about this, go to their website, ntillinois.com. And as I said, on with the countdown. Again, Darren, I, I don't know how many more times to explain this to you. It's just, this is not a countdown. Okay, then. Number one. Aha. Uh-huh. Number one. 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 Number one. You've come up with a couple of ideas for children's books. Yeah. Mainly, mainly about dogs, right? Uh, Friendly the, dogs. What, what was the children's book you were pitching a couple of years ago? Edgar's First Snow. I thought that was a great idea for a yeah, children's book. Yeah, you know what? And I had it all mapped out, and I guess I just need to put my mind to it again because it was essentially done. Yeah. So... That's a great idea for a kid's book, a children's book. Yeah. Edgar the Dog's First Snow. Yeah, Edgar's First Snow. Yeah. Well, get on that. And then we also had the one that I thought was really good, too. I don't know if it would... It would be kind of a kid's book, but for adults. Heather Has Six Mommies? No. Mm. Uh, The one where we had... um, Remember, we were going to put together something for Zombo, and it had to do with... It had to do... Of course we were. It had to do with Larry. Um, I don't know if Larry was a vampire. Yeah, Larry was a Mickey Mouse vampire. Uh-huh. And um, he would only eat monkey brains. <laughs> and so he would only feast on monkey brains. 
And so he was in a haunted castle, and he was after Spank. And this is a lot of details for a kid's book. Well, it's a kid's adult book. So Larry is in the castle, um, and he wants to eat Spank's brains. Uh And the last scene is Larry is you see Larry's caught in a big giant mouse trap, (laughs) and Spank is reading the headlines of the fact that the Mickey Mouse Dracula has been uh, has been caught. <laughs> what was the erotic novel starring Larry as a vampire that came out? Vampire Kisses. <laughs> vampire Kisses. That was a commissioned erotic novel that had Larry in it. Larry along as with a, a vampire and was it Anna Nicole Smith? Anna Nicole Smith was the <laughs> siren. Yeah, no, that's an actual thing. He physically has that. Uh, somewhere around here. Let's go. Oh, I got to read that. It <laughs> makes me so hot. We're hoping to have him back on with the new yes, year. Yes, yes, we we'll, are. We'll have more details on that uh, soon. So that's a reason to keep listening to your buddies, Dave and Darren. Get my check. I bring the, uh, the idea of children's books up because there's a, a TV show. I don't know if this is based on a book. It just seems like a weird idea for for a TV show. Uh, are you familiar with the cartoon John Dillermand? No. John Dillermand is a cartoon that they're showing in Denmark. And it's a cartoon that is designed for four to eight-year-olds. Okay. John Dillermand, a cartoon about a man... With an extraordinary penis. Huh? The penis can perform rescue operations, etch murals, hoist a flag, and he can even use his penis to steal ice cream from children. No, that's no good. Again. <laughs> no, 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 that, you, like, no, that, that, no, 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 you, that misfired. You didn't intend to do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was that that was not supposed to happen. That was not supposed to happen. I hit it with my elbow. Sorry. <laughs> the new animation. No, no, that was not in, that was not intentional. That was not an indictment of anyone. <laughs> 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 no. no. This new animated series is aimed at 48-year-olds. It's about John Did you say 48-year-olds? 4 to 8-year-olds. Oh, I'd be more comfortable with 48-year-olds. It's 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 about John Dillermand, the man with the world's longest penis who overcomes hardships and challenges with his record-breaking genitals. Mm. There is some debate about whether or not this is an appropriate show to sh- for kids. There's debate? It premiered on Saturday. Opponents condemning the idea of a man who can't control his penis. Mm. <laughs> I'll, say, I'll say this. That the producers of the show, uh-huh. well, that takes balls. <laughs> well, it's just the penis. 
And it basically, I mean, here's a picture of it starting a barbecue uh-huh. where he's, he's yeah, pouring he's, gasoline on a barbecue, yeah. but he's standing Lighter far fluid. <laughs> Doesn't seem like something you should do with your private parts. Because you can't. They think that they're saying here that the show is a celebration of the power of male genitalia, and mm. it could set equality back. Oh, my gosh. In which country? This is in Denmark. Denmark. Yeah. Something stinks. A clinical psychologist who works with families and children over there says she believes the show's opponents are overthinking things. Oh, I don't know. Quote, John Dillerman talks to children and shares their way of thinking, and kids do find genitals funny. The show depicts a man who is impulsive and not always in control, who makes mistakes like kids do. But crucially, Dillerman always makes it right. He takes responsibility for his actions. When a woman in the show tells him that he should keep his uh, stuff in his pants, he listens. That's nice. But not for long. (laughs) (laughs) This is on a channel over there called DR, which is the public service broadcaster for Denmark. So it's like they're PBS. Yeah. And they have a reputation for pushing boundaries, especially for kids' shows. There's a, another show called Uncle Rajay, a popular Uncle Rajay? Raji? Raji. Okay, that time I meant to do it. Uncle Rajay is a popular figure who curses, smokes a pipe, and refuses to take a bath. Wow. There's a character in uh, Geppetto News. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, there's such a thing as Geppetto News? <laughs> Geppetto News is another show for kids. Um, and it, the show is called uh, Ultra Smeter Tujet, which means ultra strips down. Uh, that presented a bunch of kids with a panel of nude adults. Mm. God, what goes on over there? No kidding. Yeah. Well, they say that the, the, the kids really get a kick out of this show. This guy's got this, I mean, it's like 10 feet long, and, uh, and it does all this, all kinds of tricks. John Dillerman. Uh, if you, if, <laughs> someone thought this would be a good idea for an animated series. and uh, They got the go-ahead, the green light. <laughs> two. 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 Once in a while, just... Bumming around the internet, I'll see a bit of clickbait, like an ad where it's like, oh, here's what you need to do to get all the earwax out of your ear. And there'll be some picture of just some disgusting Lincoln log full of filth taken out of somebody's ear. And you think, and it's designed to make you think, like, geez, is that going on inside my head? Uh-huh. Is that something I need to do? I don't think it's something I need to do. But you, you ever seen the videos where they, like, pour stuff in their ear and then all that gunk just comes falling out? Yeah. Not anything you're that worried about. No, I have, I clean my ears. Right, right. It, the people that have these tremendous amounts of crud in their ears. Oh, I didn't are, know. Are these people that just don't do I didn't maintenance know. I or? Didn't, I didn't know I was supposed to do that. <laughs> Is that not something that when's was the last explained time you, to them? When's the last time you cleaned your ears? <laughs> well, I, I've never cleaned my ears. I'm 80 years old. I can't hear anything. Let me ask you this. When you clean your ears, mm-hmm. do you do it as part of just a regular maintenance program or do you feel like, feels like there's some crud in my ears? No, like, can you sometimes feel like, I got to get in there? No, I don't feel anything. It's okay. just part of, you know, after, you know, out of the shower and everything. Mm-hmm. Just part of the whole thing. 
See, for me, it's like, I just think, oh, I haven't done that in a while. Yeah. And then I go up in there and it's like, hmm, probably should have done that sooner. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, well, I, I clean them pretty regularly. But do you, ever, you don't ever feel the weight of the gunk in your ears? I do not. You know, just holding you down? No. It's not something you worry about? Uh-uh. In Vietnam, a doctor was surprised to discover dozens of small mushrooms growing inside a guy's ears. Well, there you go. Patient went to Dr. Kyung in Hanoi. This was back in December. He said, my ears are, are hurting and they're very itchy. So the doctor gets out the endoscope and finds two centimeter long fungi. You've got magic mushrooms growing in your ears. Growing just above his eardrums. Doc quickly takes the mushrooms out of the guy's ears. Is that better? And says it'll, it'll be a few days for your ears to recover. The, the mushrooms inside this guy's ears were causing inflammation and uncomfortable symptoms. The patient likely transferred the fungi into his ear after sharing ear hygiene equipment with other people. Oh, no, don't do that. What, one person, a Q-tip? What, what are we, the Rockefellers? It's a party. There's video of going inside this dude's ear and then finding these mushrooms inside yeah. the ear. Yeah, and there they are. That's something else. The patient gave his permission for this video to be shared. The fungal ear infection develops when fungi, mushrooms, grow inside your ear canal. And I'm guessing this is something that if you're a, an ear, nose, and throat doctor, you've, you, you know that this is something that happens. I wonder how often it happens. Well, it'd be a good place for mushrooms to grow. Inside your ears? Sure. I mean, you want it to be what? Mushrooms grow best when it's dark and wet, right? The technical term for this is automycosis, and it's caused by various species of fungus, and at least it says here, this is fairly common. To go in to the doctor and say, I'm having problems with my ears, and I have the doctor say, well, I know what the problem is, you got mushrooms growing inside. Yeah, there. there's a pizza pie <laughs> in your ears, dummy. <laughs> That's how you need You've it. got a pizzeria. You'd be a good doctor. In, in your ears. Your, your bedside See, manner. I always thought so, too. Fantastic. I always thought Here's so the problem, too. dummy. You got mushrooms in your ears, you dope. <laughs> That's, it's that You've got an Italian restaurant in your ears. <laughs> Welcome to Whoville. Is there anything else that you could grow in your ears other than mushrooms? Can you grow other plants? Just... Just fungi. You got tiny little palm trees in your ears. <laughs> Text coming in here, Darren, on the Snowstar Extreme Sports Text Line. Yes. At 470-23-NACHO. Do other people think that I would have made a good doctor? Well, no. No one really thinks that. Uh, the 309 area code says, I used to work in a doctor's office, and there was one day we pulled a cockroach yeah, out of a yeah. patient's ear. Yeah, that would be something else that would be in there with bugs. Bugs. A would cockroach you, bugs climbs in, into your ear and gets stuck? And spends the, yeah. This How, is where I live now. Oh. Yeah, that's that's the stuff of nightmares. Number three. 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 Darren, you've heard the expression, all's fair in love and war. Yes. Uh, that came up the other day in my house, and my 11-year-old was saying, so you can cheat on someone, and if they have a problem with it, you just go, all's fair in love and war. <laughs> 
Because I don't think that's what the spirit of the saying is. Yeah, he's got a good point. Well, wait a minute. That just seems like you can do whatever you want because you're, you love somebody. I'm like, no, that's, that's not what it means. A uh, story from... An 11-year-old infidelity. <laughs> <laughs> story here from uh, our neighbors to the north in uh, Mexico. Hey, what happened? What? A married man oh. builds a secret tunnel to his lover's house. Yeah, wow. He was busted by her husband. Oh, no. Not great. No. <laughs> what? Married man from Mexico built an underground tunnel between his house and the home of his married lover, tragically caught by her husband. The construction worker, whose name is Alberto. I wonder what the entrance was like a tree stump, like in Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> That's not bad. Hey, wait a minute. We didn't <laughs> cut down a tree. All of a sudden, now there's a tree stump in the backyard. This is a... <laughs> where, where did the tree stump come from? It's got a handle on it, too. Wait a minute. Huh? Never even got to use it. Alberto, the construction worker, built a passageway that allowed him to visit a woman named Pamela at her residence in the Tijuana neighborhood of Via del Prado. This was while her husband was working at his security job. The pair managed to get away with the affair until one day, Jorge, the husband, arrived home from work earlier than usual. That's always the way. And he caught them in the act. The husband found Alberto hiding behind a sofa. And <laughs> then he noticed a hole that led to a tunnel... Beneath his house, he climbed it's down like the... like Lancelot Link. <laughs> he escaped through the couch. <laughs> I found the tunnel. The tunnel starts in our couch. I'm going to ask you, please don't touch my bust of William Shakespeare. It's just a normal bust of William uh -huh. Shakespeare. You don't need to worry about what happens if you tilt the head back. And please, this bookshelf, mm -hmm. don't look too long at the books. It's just a bookshelf. <laughs> no reason to pull this particular book out. <laughs> so he sees the hole. I wonder if there was a, a, some sort of love pole. He then follows to this the love guy, pole. Follows this guy down the tunnel. And it leads all the way to Alberto's home. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the problem with a tunnel from your house that to would your, be a dead giveaway. your lover's house. Is, well, let's see where this tunnel goes. <laughs> it ends at your house. The husband emerged from the tunnel. In the tunnel, in the tunnel, he's got, you know, it's uh -huh. lit. It's lit a little bit. You mm -hmm. know, it's lit. It's a, a <laughs> framed gold record of Springsteen's Tunnel of Love. Just to kind of spruce things up a bit. <laughs> Bruce things up a bit. <laughs> just trying, you know, I'm just trying just, to Bruce things up a bit here. That's all. <laughs> you know. Here, here's one. Uh, uh, gold record for Lucky Town. Human Touch. <laughs> I, I use that on your wife. The Rising. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this would... <laughs> This would be much better if... Now it's time to... It's born to run time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the, the woman's name is Pamela, not Rosalita. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> and I got well, a big advance. Wetness on the edge of town. <laughs> the size and the length of the tunnel, not reported, but the husband comes out from the tunnel where he finds Alberto. Oh, it's you, <laughs> Alberto. Down in jungle land. Beef jerky? He finds the finds the husband there in his house, and that's when Alberto pleads with Jorge, please don't tell my wife who's asleep right now in the house. Can you wait till she wakes up? Uh, no, buddy. I'm, she is a bear. I'm telling you, I'm telling your wife. That's happening. He uh, he starts, you know, furiously uh, screaming. He then finds Alberto's wife, uh-huh. wakes her up. The two men then got into a fist fight. Somebody called the cops. Imagine. And that's when the police escorted Alberto away to prevent well, and the other thing is, any further violence. <laughs> well, the thing is, I don't think you can just dig tunnels. You know, you mean in, as far as like just code, z- code and zoning and, well, and again, such. I mean, this is Tijuana. No, still, it's, it's, I mean, it's I, more tunnel than town. <laughs> yeah, I, the new I'm gonna br- let you in a little something. This isn't the only tunnel yeah, in Tijuana. Yeah, Bruce Springsteen and the Tijuana Brass <laughs> with more tunnel than town. Yeah, I think you. I think you'll find that Alberto probably not even his first tunnel. You know, he's he's a construction worker. Maybe uh, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? So, the husband of the wife of, of the wife that you're sleeping with pops up in your house from the tunnel you built. To have the temerity to be like, dude, I need you to be cool about this. My wife is sleeping. I'm asking you, please. You don't know me, but I need but, you to. But I know your wife. I know your wife very well, biblically. I need you to keep this. Just can we can we just be bros and just keep this between you us? Know, come on, man. Bros before hoes, there's right? A, there's a code, <laughs> not a digging code, but a bro code, right? There's, Herma- not, a, there's not a tunnel code. <laughs> Hermanos before hoes. Am I wrong? Come on, Alberto. Come on, Jorge. Hear me out. I understand you're mad. I get it. I've been banging your wife, and I built a tunnel to your house. I'd be furious if I were you, but my wife is sleeping right now. Could we keep this down? Because it would suck if she found out oh, about this. Oh, she's a hornet if you wake her up. <laughs> if she doesn't get I a good eye, eight hours you sleep, won't it. she doesn't get eight good hours, oh, it's stupid. trouble for all of us. <laughs> she takes it out on the chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> look at look at my chihuahua. Uh-huh. Do you want this dog to suffer? Oh. Buddy, I need you to keep it quiet. Just, I know you're mad. You climbed through a tunnel to get here. You're probably going through a lot of emotions. We both are. But I need you to quiet down because my wife is sleeping. If you wake her up in the middle of her siesta, it's it's no bueno, man. It's no bueno. No. Oh, you just woke up the chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> great, great. Now Pepe's awake. Terrific. Boy, this has been a miracle-less. Four. 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 Helen Viola Jackson is dead. 
Uh, died at the age of 101. Oh, I was wondering if you were going to get to this. This woman, uh, Helen Viola Jackson, just passed away again at the age of 101. This now, is she, a major thing. She died on December the 16th in Marshfield, Missouri. Now, why is the death of Helen Viola Jackson such a big deal, you might ask? She is the last known widow of a Civil War soldier. <laughs> Now, how old was she when she was married to the Civil War soldier? She was 17. Yeah, okay. When she got married to James Bolin, a 93-year-old <laughs> Civil War veteran. So she wasn't married to him for long. I should, I should, no, no. They got married. She was providing daily care for the 93-year-old man. Uh-huh. He served as a private in the 14th Missouri Cavalry through the Civil War. The war veteran did not believe in accepting charity. So marry me. <laughs> he asked Jackson for her hand in marriage as a way to provide for her future. Uh-huh. She says, I never wanted to share my story with the public. This was in a... Uh, recording that she did a couple of years ago. I don't feel that it was important, and I don't want a lot of gossip about it. Born August 3rd, 1919, Helen grew up in a family of 10 children and was raised on the family farm during the height of the Great Depression. She and this Civil War vet met at church near her home, uh-huh. and it wasn't long before Jackson's father volunteered her to make daily visits after school to go to this old codger's house and assist him with chores and other tasks. Take your sponge. Eventually, he suggested that they get married because he didn't have any money to pay her and wanted, what to, the? And wanted to show his appreciation for her help. In how? Well... How does he set her up for her future if he doesn't have any money to pay her? Union pension. Ah. Because he fought for the union, he got a pension for that. So this is during the Depression. Well, then right? why didn't he have money to pay her? Oh, because of the Great Depression. Oh, well, yeah. But eventually, and, the first and, of the month. And it would be the only way that he could leave her his farm. Yeah. So they got married on September 4th in 1936. Again, he was 90, 93. She was 17. They got married. Times were tough, man. This is a Great Depression. They got married in front of a few witnesses. Ceremony recorded in a, a Bible, and the organization Daughters of Union Veterans of the Civil War, uh, they confirmed this marriage through a signed affidavit from the last living witness. Despite being married, she insisted on doing things her way, and, by the way, did not live with the old man. She went back to her family on the farm. Mm -hmm. But she kept the last name. She said, I had great respect for Mr. Bolin, and I didn't want him to be hurt by the scorn of any wagging tongues. He really cared for me. He wanted me to have a future and was so kind. They were married until he died on June 18th, 1939. Even after his passing, Jackson never applied for the pension because she was afraid it would stain her reputation. She got a threat from one of his, uh, from a stepdaughter and then she she never went after the pension. She says, all a woman had in 1939 was a reputation. I didn't want him to think that I was a young woman who married an old man to take advantage of him. Yeah, but that was his idea. Mm -hmm. If that's his idea, what's the problem? 
She kept her marriage private and opted to never remarry or have children. Instead, she devoted her life to community engagement, becoming a charter member of the Elkland Independent Methodist Church. Received a lot of accolades in her life. She was the first recipient of something called the Cherry Blossom Medal. She got a star on the Missouri Walk of Fame. That's a life well lived, but she is the last known person. And that puts a living end to the Civil War. Yeah, I guess finally, right? Five. 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 Number five. Kentucky won the Powerball, won $2 million on the lottery, using numbers he saw in a movie. He watched some movie where somebody won a lottery, so he used those numbers. Uh Uh-huh. Now, I know you're going to ask me what movie. He doesn't even know. Either he's not saying. Yeah. None of your business. or, Or nobody who's covered this story asked the question. So I don't know what the movie is. How do you is. not ask that question? That's the first question you ask, right? Sure. I can't find anything here from what movie it is that he watched. I, I wonder if Mike Schultz would know. <laughs> well, we'll talk to him tomorrow. We'll ask him if we don't have an answer by then. Kentucky man wins the lottery, $2 million on Powerball, after using numbers from a movie he What was saw. the movie with Nicolas Cage and uh, Bridget Fonda where he wins... And then he, she's a waitress, and he's a police officer, and he wins the lottery. Oh, it could happen he, to you. It could happen to you. Is that the movie? I don't know. I think it's, that's what that it's sounds called. right. I think that's what it's called. Where he leaves her a tip, or is it is it a tip, or he promises that if he wins, he'll. I've never seen the movie. He'll share the the winnings or something like that. And then he wins, and he doesn't. Or no, he, no or I he think does. He, I think he does. This is back when Nicolas Cage was a big superstar. Uh, you mean he's not now? I, I would say that his his star has fallen a bit. The man has an Academy Award. Um, terrific. He's he was a, in Valley Girl, for crying out loud. Yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with Mr. Cage's work. I, I've, yeah. I've studied his filmography. I saw him the other day. I'm not going to sit here and be lectured by you on the work of Nicholas. Cage. I saw him the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had forgotten about this movie. Remember Peggy Sue Got Married? Sure. Oh, boy. With uh, Kathleen Turner. Yeah, Kathleen Turner. Yeah. As his high school girlfriend. Yeah. Even now, though she's 40. Well, she has a... She did, goes back in time. Does she have a conk in the head and go back in time? Something, I don't know, something like that. And do we find out the whole thing was a dream, or did she really go back in time? I don't know. I never saw the movie. I haven't either. New York Police Department officer Charlie Lang is a kind and generous man who loves his job, and he loves where he lives. His wife, Muriel, Rosie Perez, works That's at a right, hair salon. That's right, Rosie Perez. And unlike him, she's greedy, materialistic, and selfish. Uh-huh. Constantly complaining she's about the situation in life. Waitress Yvonne, played by Bridget Fonda, is bankrupt because her husband, Eddie, played by Stanley Tucci, who she cannot yet afford to divorce, emptied their joint checking account without her permission. Like you do. Also left her with over $12,000 in credit card debt. Charlie meets the waitress when she waits on him at the diner where she works. And he doesn't have enough money to pay the tip. He promises to give her either double the tip or half of his prospective lottery winnings the next day. And he wins. He uses numbers that he regularly plays. Plays. So that's what I'm. I wonder if that's he, what the guy saw. He wins four million dollars, which would be like seven million dollars nowadays. And he keeps his promise, but the waitress 
well, she's all for it, but the wife, Rosie Perez, is like, you're not giving her that money. <laughs> That's right. Well, they become stars. And they fall in love. She buys the diner, sets up a table with his name. So if you can't afford to eat a meal, she'll, she'll feed you for free. That's a mistake. Yeah. Uh, then he becomes a hero for foiling an attempted robbery at a grocery store, but gets wounded in the process. So he's got to take a leave of absence from the police force. Wow. That's a meanwhile, lot going on. Meanwhile, Rosie Perez goes on a shopping spree. A killing spree? And contracts for disruptive renovations to their apartment without consulting him. So, Oh, I'm, my God, I'm exhausted. I'm guessing at some point they, they he leaves love. Rosie Perez for Brigitte uh, Fonda, right? Hmm. Well, they end up... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 I don't know if I need to see that movie. No, it was kind of the Bridget Fonda sound. The first, leaves are for Bridget Fonda. Yeah, no. Bridget Fonda pushes some buttons. I'm not going to sit here and act like she does Tell you what. She yeah. gets her clock cleaned in uh, Jackie Brown. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie since it was in the theaters. And I saw it on Christmas Day. I have it on Blu-ray. I still haven't seen it well, since there you Christmas go. Day, 1990, whatever it came out. I remember liking it. I don't even know what it's about. This guy wants to remain anonymous in Kentucky, the guy who won in real life the lottery numbers. He matched the first five numbers from the drawing the day after Christmas, so that's worth a million dollars, but he chose to pay extra for the power play, so that doubles his price. He's getting $2 million. A winning numbers were 10, 24, 27, 35, and 53. If he had matched the Powerball, Darren. Yes, if he had matched the Powerball, he would have won $341 million. Bridget Fonda, 56 years old. Yes, all day long. I'd have to imagine. Mm -hmm. She's married to Danny Elfman. Yeah, for a long time. <sighs> Let me ask you this. You get all the numbers in the Powerball, except the Powerball. You get $2 million. If you would have had the Powerball, you would have won $341 million. Would that drive you crazy? Well, yes and no. It would because it's still you. The odds of getting the Powerball—that's rough stuff. Yeah, I mean that's still kind of. It's not like you made a mistake. I would spend the rest of my life thinking, why didn't I just use those numbers? And and buy enough tickets to get all of the. Uh, you know, like I, I should have bought all the Powerballs. I would have spent, you know, 100-some bucks and won $341 million. That would drive me nuts. And I know that doesn't make any logical sense. Uh, after taxes with the $2 million, he got a check for $1.4 million, which would be great. That would be outstanding. But I would... Actually, now that I think about it, I think I'd rather win $1.4 million than $341 million. Darren is showing me pictures of Brigitte Fonda. I'm very aware of how hot she is. Yeah, No. Doesn't seem like she gets any work anymore. When's the last time she was in a movie? I don't know if she wants to. You think she's done? Could be. That seems weird because everyone in the Fonda family seems to act way past when people are asking them to make movies. That's true. Right? Yep. I mean, Jane Fonda's still cranking them out. He, she is. Peter Fonda was making movies up until, and that's her dad, right? Peter Fonda was her dad? Yes. And he was cranking out movies up until the end. Mm-hmm. Brigitte Fonda hasn't been in a movie since 2001? Isn't it Bridget? Bridget Fonda? Yeah. I'm thinking of Brigitte Nielsen. You are. Bridget Fonda hasn't been in a movie since 2001. 
20 years since she's been in a movie? It sounds to me like that's her choice. So she quit acting when she was in her mid-30s? What's that about? Had enough, I guess. She was with that Eric Stoltz for a while. You know that Eric oh, Stoltz she's, on a... She's got a certain... Mask face? She's What's got a name? certain type. <laughs> Eric Stoltz? What type is that? Well, then Danny Elfman. Yeah, but they've been together for like 20-some years. We're going to talk with Jonathan Ketz from WQAD News 8 after Sublime. It's Dave and Darren. This is Planet 93.9. Hello to people watching the video feed. Uh, we're waiting on a phone call here. She so. must like redheaded guys. Danny Elfman has red hair. Yeah. Oh. She likes. She likes. She likes uh, ginger geniuses. Well, I, I'm not telling her she's wrong. I can't believe she hasn't made a movie in 20 years, though. She's in Godfather Three. Gosh, I gotta. I gotta watch that again. No, you won't. No, you don't think so? She just decided she had enough, huh? I guess. I mean, she could make a move if she wanted to. She could I'd, get a job. Well, Bridget Fonda, if you're watching, uh, make a movie. Make we'll, a fault, too. <laughs> Glenn's new wife. What is happening? <laughs> Someone, go and, back and, and the, get the sandwiches. And Glenn just keeps referring to her as Bridget Fonda. <laughs> Bridget Fonda, what's going on? I'm not that strong an actor. <laughs> I can't get over the fact that Bridget Fonda's in my RV uh-huh. with my kids when the laser beam's being gotta, shot out of outer I, space. I gotta grow my hair out so that I can put it in a ponytail again. <laughs> yeah, not not one story tells us what movie he watched to get these numbers. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I didn't think it'd be like this. And well, that. And there it is. Yeah. It's done. How about that? That went by fast. What? And it was really good. Yeah, you know what? I would listen to it again. It's like a, a delicious Italian meal, <laughs> and you didn't get quite enough. The portions are so small. The Top 5 Things podcast that we just did for you was brought to you by Nature's Treatment of Illinois in Milan on Tech Drive and West Main Street in Galesburg. The Milan store open every day. Galesburg open on weekdays and Saturday. The Milan store has both medicinal and recreational. Galesburg is recreational only. Nature's Treatment offers a wide variety of products for recreational use, including vapes and edibles. The recreational waiting lists are available. Reserve your time now at ntillinois.com. We will have another one for you the next time. Yeah. So. See you next time. Until then, Mm -hmm. you hang loose, kooks. And stay classy and safe, Quad Cities. Come on, Quad Cities. Representing, this is for the Quad Cities record spot. Davin board, yeah, we keeping it locked. Rock out, come on, and it just don't stop. East Moline, yeah, they keeping it hot. Uh.